0: And what is going on, everyone? Uh, Welcome to this. This is a brand new thing, you know, you don't usually see this too often. But anyway, if you guys have uh, read the notes or anything, my name's Noah Verulieva, and obviously I love my footy. I know so much about it, and it's one of my passions, one of my dreams. Um, But anyway, uh, one of my dreams one day is to be an AFL player. I think that's a sort of kids' dreams. But obviously, for some people, it can be unrealistic. But I always love to be a part of the AFL industry. I love to become a reporter or even a commentator. I even work down at SCM. Oh, I can work like someone like a person. I, I'm not a fan of Kane Corns because he hates the team who I barrack for, the Hawthorne Football Club. Someone like him I would love to be, though. I always had a dream to be some sort of player like that, so um, I would mean, love to be a footy player and obviously become a commentator, someone like Luke Hogg, Sean Burgoyne, lots of the Hawks players have done it before, but yeah, always always have a dream, always, always had something in me like that, but yeah, I guess we might as well get straight into it, um, what I've got to say as well, a really good start to the AFL season for some teams like, obviously, yeah, teams like the Saints, the Saints have I been mean, this year, starting off four and zero, undefeated. You have a team like the uh, obviously you have Carlton, who obviously had a pretty good start to the season. Well, I think lots of people talk too much about Carlton, saying that they're the best team, which is what I've heard lots of my friends say, and obviously other people. But in my opinion, um, I think they will make finals. I think looking at it, they should. They are finals contender, in top four probably not. Maybe they could be, but. Yeah, I mean, they've they've played pretty easy teams. I mean, the Giants uh, put up a big fight against them. Obviously, they've got the Crows down at Adelaide Oval. Last time they played them uh, last year, that's when the Baggers, I think they lost four or five in a row to end off their season, and I think we all know what happened there. Just It just was not great if you're a Carlton supporter. It's good if you're a Collingwood supporter in those last two minutes of round 23. It's good if you're in the last 20 seconds and you had uh, Melbourne D- Demons support us. So, I mean, fair enough there. But uh, anyway, yeah, obviously, I think they should... Carlton's a really good team. Love some of those players. Wish I had them on the Hawks, like Charlie Kerner. Everyone loves a good old Cripper on their team. But, yeah, teams like that have been um really exciting. I think Michael Boss has been working really well with trying out those tall forwards, them two working together. Anyway, I think we we'll talked about other teams. A team like Melbourne, Melbourne's... Always a finals contender. Let's hope they don't lose in straight sets uh, this year. am just going down the ladder here at the moment until we get to Hawthorne, and that's when we start talking about them. Uh, yeah, anyway, Essendon smash the Hawks um, without two men to Peter. Without two men to Peter, they are 3-1 and one at the moment with the percentage of 149.8, the second highest, with Carlton's being 114.2 and the Saints being 160.4 at the highest. But yeah, Essendon have been... No, oh, no, no, Essendon's 126. Melbourne's 149.8. But Essendon's still really high up there. As I think it's the third highest anyway. So there you go. Yeah, Essendon having a really good start to the season. Love some of those players on their team. Yeah, going down two, I think, would have a chance. Probably, maybe lose the prelim again. I oh, don't know, but that is Collingwood. Collie Wobbles, Um, an abysmal game against the Lions last Thursday at the Gabba Lions. Showed their hearts out there. But yeah, Plays like Nicky Dacos racking me up. Three super coach points, so thank you there, Nicky Dacos. Uh Him and Josh Dacos working together. Macedonia Mile was Josh Dacos, in my opinion, probably the best kick in the AFL. Probably some of the best kicking accuracy you'll see. And Nick Daycos being a leader out there as like a 19, 20-year-old, which is just outstanding. Going down to some of these teams now, like Sydney, Adelaide, and Brisbane, all um, out of Victorian teams. Yeah, this, these are our first three clubs out of Victoria. But like they are very good teams. I'll uh, we'll start off with Sydney, obviously smashing the Hawks by 81, which, yep. But, yeah, they're a pretty good team. Sydney, obviously, buddy out of his prime, but obviously he's probably got one or two more years left in him, and then he's done. He's like the LeBron of the AFL, in my opinion. Still one of the best players in the league. Maybe not, maybe, probably not, but, like, he's still a leader out there, and he can really show players, like, how good he is. He's big body can always put up a fight. Uh, moving on to Adelaide, I love Adelaide, always loved Adelaide, uh, probably one of my top three, four favourite teams ever, but yeah, they're a very exciting team, Adelaide, they've got some really good players in there, uh, I really love Jordan Dawson, especially where he did against uh, Fremantle. was just outstanding. Moving on to Brisbane though, I think they should make finals, I think that's everyone's tip that they should make finals, they're a very exciting team, Brisbane, obviously you have the likes of Charlie Cameron and Cameron in your full line, Eric Kippwood and Joe Danaher have not been too great at the start of their seasons, but I think, yeah, they'll get better. Um, they've got a pretty good midfield. Um the Lions with a uh, with one of my favourite records actually. I think it's it's Oscar first name. I think his last name's like McInerney. i always stuff up with that, but I hope that's right. Um yeah, obviously they've got some great players. Um and the Lions, obviously Harrison Andrews as well leading leading that back line. Absolutely outstanding from a player like him. Moving down, down, so that's the eight, Going from ninth all the way down to 18th. So 9th, we have North. So they've had a great start to the season. But they did lose to the bottom, the Hawks. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess you can look at that and be like, wow, uh, North really is. Yeah. But, I mean, they obviously lost to the Baggers by a fair bit. It's just a bit unlucky for them. But they've had a good start to the season. Obviously, winning in two really close games. Obviously, round 2 against Furrow, where. Some people saying it's a bad call, some people saying it's a good call. But obviously the AFL, according to them, they did get that call right at the end, um, which game North the one-point win, I think it was. But yeah, I do love North as well. They've got some one of my favourite players, LDU. who doesn't love LDU? Harry Sheasel, very exciting player. Jadon Stevenson, obviously a former prize player. We don't really, you know, I'm not actually too much of a fan of him. Obviously they had Horn Francis, as we go down to 10th now, which is Paul Adelaide. Horn Francis had a good start to their season, gave me a little bit of SuperCoach points and about 348k, which I'm not too mad about that at all, um, but yeah, they're, they're in and team, they've got good players like Rosie on their team, Travis spoke still as a leader, Xavier Dersmer. Um yeah, I mean, they've got obviously got a fair few good players, Earlier Leop with the game saver um, against the Swans on Saturday night, which was really impressive, was it Sunday? No, it was, Saturday. I don't even know, yeah, it was Sunday, yeah, it was Sunday, what am I saying? But yeah, Aaliyah outstanding. Oh uh, we have uh the doggies now. Yeah, they've been a bit of a weird team. Luke Beveridge, I mean, could be out this year, probably not. Cause remember, a few years ago he already he led their team to a premiership, obviously after that. It's been a bit up and down, like they're just the first round finals exit. And they've got the they've got the potential to be so much better. Jack McRae, um, former I think was player, absolutely outstanding. Marcus is there as well. Um I think they're playing the same uh gene league YJFL. Which league I playing Marcus Montepally, outstanding player. Um, yeah, that's all I was going to say about him. They've got some good players. Tim English one of my favourite Ruckmans as well. He's very tall, like you recommend, who knows how to use his body pretty well and all that. Caleb Daniel, someone, probably probably the best kick in the AFL as well. Up there with Josh Day, cost just a really smart kick. He's a very short bloke, probably about my height. You know, sixteen-year-old being this tall not not ideal, but. Yeah, it is what it is. Now, we move on to Richmond, who have dropped to 12th after losing to the Dogs by only 5 points. Yeah, it's Richmond. They'll come up. I believe They, I believe so that they will come up. They've got still got good players like Dusty. Dusty's still even doing pretty well. Um, Trent Cochran's a really good player for them, I believe. Shea Bolton, a very expensive player. And <laughs> Super I mean, he's obviously a really good player. I think, yeah, he's a really good player. Um, Tommy Dan Curvis and Tom Lynch both out now. Uh for a fair bit, so we'll see what happens with that. Not really much to say about them. But now we move down to Geelong who Yeah. Um but yeah slow start to the season. They finally picked themselves up and that's a game that they needed to win. Jeremy Cameron seven goals. He is absolutely came the full line. When you're looking at players, especially today, um he probably was the best player. 137 super goals point or fantasy points, seven goals one. Twenty-two touches, nine marks. Just absolutely outstanding. Um there. Jebuse obviously got injured which is not great for the Um for the Cats. Um who else? Where's Hawkins? Oh Hawkins did kick two goals, one ten marks. So I guess that's why. But I mean there you go. Obviously, old oldies can do really well. Moving on to Fremantle. This is a team where I actually thought they could make finals. They're a pretty exciting team, Fremantle. They've got some really good players. But I think they've just got to learn how to, good, to, learn how to have good team chemistry and just work it together. Obviously, I guess they're not playing good on that big ground at Optus. and that's why. Maybe they need a smaller ground like Marvel or even like Adelaide Oval, you could say, because the G and Optus are the two biggest grounds by far. But we'll see what happens there. Yeah, this is a team I really like, the Giants. They've got some decent players there, like Cornelio. Um, I obviously have Tom Green, Toby Green, lots of Greens in the NBA, I of the NBA, but we're not talking about that, we're talking about AFL here, so let's go back to it, but yeah, obviously he's a really good player, Toby Green, as a leader in that 4 line. he can also play like a midfielder, not really, but I think we might as well talk about the next team, West Coast, I love West Coast, who doesn't love West Coast, <laughs> and Gold Coast, well we'll talk about West Coast first, I mean, they're not looking to make finals, they're kind of like the Hawks, which we'll talk about in a minute as well, um, but yeah, anyway, not too much to say about them, same with Gold Coast, like, yeah, it's Gold Coast. Like I think I've heard lots of people say like just putting a team there obviously is not ideal. But we'll see how they go for the season. Now, this is where we start the talk. The talk about Hawthorne. Hawthorne have one win. They won against North Melbourne. But I think it was by about nineteen points. But they have the worst percentage in the league. The Giants have uh fourth last with a percentage of ninety two point six. And Geelong are the highest. With only one win at 13th, with 109.9. The Hawks, however, 52.8% is their percentage. Which is not great. Um, they're not too bad on defense. They're probably the worst defense team, actually. Yeah, they've allowed 430 points, while only scoring 227. Which is really close to the Dogs. they yeah, the worst offensive scoring team, and the worst offensive scoring team in the league. They've got uh, the Giants coming up next, which I believe they will definitely lose that to the Giants. I mean, it's in Adelaide, so we'll see how it goes. But yeah, obviously the Hawks, not a good start to season. Let's go to round one. Maybe we'll talk about this game against Essendon. I've, I think what's good about the Hawks, though, they've had, got, had really strong starts. They they went really good at the start of the game against the Dons, as they led 4-5-3-1 to 3-1 in that first quarter. But then, in the second quarter, they only managed one goal, two, while they kicked uh, five goals, four. And then after that, they managed two points in that uh, in that third quarter, but then they kicked uh, like four, they kicked four goals. on. Um, four goals, two, but then the Dons kicked five goals, two, in that last quarter. They start to come back the Hawks, but then then just led and they won by 59 points, which is not great. Um, you guys see Paddle that's coming up now. So we get over to round two, where I was playing a practice match for this, but an 81 point loss, um, against the Swans. The Hawks were. Looking good at all. They kicked 4 goals 13, 1 goal 5 in the, th- in the first quarter. They kicked 2 behinds in the second, uh, in the third quarter. Yeah, it's just not great. We won't really talk about that too much. I think we're going to talk a lot more about round 4, which is where I'm recording this. But yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But let's actually talk about this win uh, up here against North Melbourne, where, I mean, they did pretty good, in my opinion. They did pretty good. They kicked 1 goal 1 in the third quarter. <laughs> I'm going to say it right now. Hawks had the worst um, third quarter scoring in the league. In four games, they've only managed to kick one goal and five behinds. Yep, that's right. So, yeah, I mean, but the Hawks, let's talk about them against North. They had a good start to the game. They kept the lead um, during the first half. And, yeah, obviously, without them scoring, then the Roos kicked three goals, too. And they only kicked two goals, too, in the, in the fourth quarter of the Ruse, But the Hawks kicked 2-5 um, at that in That last quarter just for them to just scrape over the line there by 19 points, yeah. They, they had to put all they're all into it, but now we're talking about round four and an 82 point loss. 19 13 to six goals, and nine. Um, yeah, I looked at the post match interview, semi true. Everything was looking good, the Hawks were leading, but um, yeah, this is what really frustrates me. How do you, I mean, how do you score? Zero, not one point in that third quarter. Not one. But you let Geelong kick 10 goals, five. and one go a run so massive. Probably the biggest run of all time in the third quarter. That Premiership quarter from the Premiership Cats. Just outstanding from them. A dominant second half, 15 goals. Um, yeah, Jeremy Cameron was the start of the show. They are brooding seven goals. He's already kicked um, his second bag of more than six, man. Which is just insane. I mean, it is what it is. You had players like with 31 touches, Cameron Guthrie. Beautiful in defence with 11 tackles. Yeah, I was there today. With my old mates, that was not a great sign to see at all. But, yeah. yeah. It's not It's not too great from the Hawks. But, I mean, it is what it is. You know, the Hawks, just a young team. You don't really expect them to invite too much. Um... Yeah, they had a really good start to the Hawks, kicking like two, three goals, three goals, three goals one. Like, they had a good start last year where they won by two goals, but obviously this year they had a good start kicking three goals one. But then, obviously, they just kind of fell off a bit. And, I mean, that does happen a lot in footy where teams just fall off during the games and they just stop. The Hawks have shown stopping, in, especially in the finals, if you guys remember 2014 in the prelim when they were up by like five, six goals. Um, yeah, and they only won by four or three points in the end. Um, Easter Monday, 2018, round two. We all know what happened there. Hawks up by about five goals, and they just came back until Rufford uh, got that mark on Zach Guthrie and kicked them behind with a snap. Probably could have wasted more time there, but you guys can look at that yourself whenever. But yeah, you guys can see. Not a great start for the Hawks. And the thing I hate, though, is how people say it's form a former tanking for the Hawks, because if you're looking at like that, I think lots of people will say that, that is a form of tanking. when well, it's not, because... And this is what I believe it's not. I'm a big bias being a gen, generous, general supporter here of the Hawks. And trying to back them up in this instance. Because just, just trying to show people that they're not. The Hawks are not a great team. Me being a Hawthorne supporter, they're not a great team. They've got... They're so young that it's going to be impossible for them to uh, make finals, in my opinion. I don't think they will make finals. It's going to be pretty hard for them to win. A lot of games, but the team they have built is to try and win games. That's probably not their full roster yet. they are probably, oh, not, not, not for us, that's probably not their full lineup yet. They've got so much other players as well, just in the VFL, wanting to get in there as well. But the Hawks, they're really young. Like, you're looking at, let's have a look at some of the players on the Hawks right now. The best player today was a Hawk for the Hawks, probably Will Day, who had 22 touches, eight. Uh, tackles, you know, nine nine handballs, 13 kicks, yeah, so it is what it is, Only had 22 touches, I mean, that's still really good though, Will Dave is a fantastic player, uh, for the Hawks, he's obviously signed a contract, for the end of 2027, he's a very exciting player, Will, obviously there were talks about him, in the media, moving, to like a South Australian side, because obviously his family is from South Australia, but, this is going to be, this is, he's the future of the Hawks as well, with so many, so many other players here, um, yeah, so let's talk about lots of these players now. Will Day, just a very exciting player, in my opinion, for the Hawks. Obviously, he played really good today, using his body really well. And, I mean, I guess he's just got to try and show that courage as a midfielder. Um, but, obviously, what does lack with them? uh team is our forwards. That's all forward is about, I think it's 186 or 183 centimetres of Fergus Green. I mean, you have other players like Dylan Moore, who's playing in the forward line. Luke Bruce, who's a veteran, who's our oldest player. Uh, Connor McDonald. Obviously, I'm one of my favourite players, Any a fair favourite, in my opinion. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, Walpole sometimes plays in there. Newcomb also plays in there. Harry Morrison plays in there a fair bit. I mean, Wingard, obviously. Fergus Green, yeah, he's all right. But, yeah, Josh Ward played pretty good today. Just getting on the ball, and I'm really happy with him. Impey, that inconsistency is there. But today, he played really well, 24 touches. I'm really proud of him. Bruce kicking three goals, one, two in that first quarter, I think it was. Yeah, I'm really happy with Luke Bruce. They're just trying to do something for the Hawks today. And, I mean, he tried his very hardest. Um, Carl Aymond did pretty good as well, so I'm really happy for him. Same with Warple. Warple is one big boy. Let me tell you that. Like, when I was there today, I saw him when I doing the throwing. He's absolutely massive. He's such a good player, Walkle. And I hope he can just do really good. Dylan Moore, not not an ideal game today. Only six kicks from him. I mean I'm not too mad about that. Newcomb, not a great game for me today. Fifteen touches with only three tackles. Yeah. Um we look at other players. Cam McKenzie was a bit off today. He had seven kicks, nine handballs. He tried it. he had a set shot, which obviously was not a great set shot. Finn McGuinness. He's a good tagger, but just wasn't really his day today. Uh James Sicily, not his day today. or just absolutely awful. Not one tackle, only really. four marks. Yeah, Sam with CJ, sixteen touches. I thought he had more, but Turns out he didn't. Ned Reeves played pretty good. I mean, he had three touches, but he had 31 hitouts, outs which I'm really proud of. Connor McDonald, three behinds. So, there you go. Oh, um, Sam Frost, not great in defence today. Wing guard. Um, I mean, he was a substitute so come on. Boyd Meek, he did alright. He was in the contest a lot, but yeah, it just wasn't too good from him today. Fergus green two goals, I'll take that from anyone. Connor Nash. He's a midfielder, and he's very good, Connor Nash. But... I think this you have other players like Will Gay, who are just trying to get the ball a lot, and same with Newcomb, and yeah, that's why. I mean, Blake Harvick as well, only 38 AFL fantasy points, but 11 touches, I'll take that. Scrimshaw, not too great, didn't get much of the ball, same with Brockman, only 5 touches, which is why he went off in the end. Yeah, I think I can see, like, players like, on their team, they've got, Geelong's such a good team, though, they've got, their best players are literally, Jeremy Cameron, 7 goals, um who else, Mitch Duncan, Cam Guthrie, Patrick Dangefield, Isaac Smith, uh, Max Holmes, and Graham Morris, they were their best players, by far, I'll probably put Tom Hawkins in there as well, maybe even Bowe's in there, Um, also Stanley, with 26 hit outs, 9 touches in the end, Uh, honestly I'll put in Tom Stewart, 20 touches in the end, 5 marks, I'm not too mad about that for them, but I think you guys can see, like, when you play a team like that, you usually expect them to lose. They do have such a well-built team compared to the Hawks. I'm not saying the Hawks aren't well-built. I'm saying that there's still spots that they need to fix, and with injuries, Hawks have a fair amount of injuries. Obviously, I keep on saying that, but Mitch Lewis. Mitchell Lewis, I think he was like pick 67 or pick 75 in the AFL draft. It was either him or Walker, which were one of those late picks. Or Dylan Moore as well. Hawks, Hawks have had plays with... Uh, who have been picked so late in the draft and are having AFL spots. Players like DBG on the Hawks, he was a 6 overall pick. He hasn't even played a game this year. That shows you, like, lots of these um, late picks have done really w- really well and have shown themselves and have so much potential in them. Look at players like Mixel who's only, like, 23 years old. Um, Impey, who's also, like, 24, 25, he's still really good. All day, he's only about 21, 22. Um, Warhol's, so, like, 24. Um... You know, Newcomb's 20 or 21, I think, which is just outstanding for him to be doing this. Um, I think we said about a day. Luke Bruce, 31, and he also kicked three goals today, so I'm not too mad about that. Josh Ward's a 20-year-old. Carl um, Amon's a 26, 27-year-old, I think. The are only about 23. So that just shows you, like, how young this team is. And when you look at a premiership contending team, that's Geelong. That's what's going to happen to the Hawks. I reckon the Hawks, and I think what everyone's saying that like, the Hawks should make the Finals in the next four or five years, which is what everyone probably would say to you. But it's true. In my opinion it is true. Um and obviously these players will be a lot older because they all these players are entering their prime. And once they've entered their prime, they're off. They they they're gonna be in violence contention. They've got so many young players to build around and Sam Mitchell in my opinion probably wouldn't have been coached by probably the best coach of all time Alistair Clarkson. Uh Sam Mitchell is an outstanding coach and um, he's got that really good knowledge from Clarkson, and he's um, put a really good list together, in my opinion. It's a really young list, which is obviously why you're not going to win too many games, because it's a really young list, and they've they've got good chemistry, though. They've just got to learn how to work together, how to not just stop. They've got to keep on going. They've got to keep on pushing, which is what they did not do in that third quarter. They just completely stopped. That's what a team like that that's what a premiership contending team does not do. They do not stop. They they were fine that entire time. They were doing their best, Geelong, the entire time. And when Hawks stopped, Geelong went off. And you guys obviously saw that with seven goals from Jeremy Cameron. More goals than the Hawks kicked today. They kicked 6 9 today, the Hawks. But yeah, obviously Geelong have had a very have got a very good, well built team. But yeah, I think you guys can see though. Um yeah, it's it's Geelong. Like you, you you wouldn't really expect them to go 0-4. And you also wouldn't really expect the Hawks to go 2-2 either. So, I mean, there you go. But, yeah, I think you guys can see, that the Hawks just not too great to start the season. I think they could maybe win against the Giants, maybe even against the Crows, probably not against the Dogs in round 7 at Marvel, which we will see about that. But, yeah, they've got they've just got to find a way, the Hawks, just to win some games. And, like Mitchell said in that interview on Footy Online, or fully classified, whatever it was, that that they've, they've cut players like Tom Mitchell and O'Meara they have decided to trade away. Gunston, obviously, I wish we had Gunston because, like he said, he's a player that we really wanted to keep more than Mitchell and O'Meara. But, obviously, for those personal reasons, that's kind of cost the Hawks a bit. Obviously, since Mitchell Lewis is not playing because he's our only key forward. And, like, we don't, we're not big on it We're not big on favourite favour of keep But, anyway, I think you guys can see it, though. It's a young team, and we're just trying to... We're going to see how many games we're going to win. In my opinion, the Hawks should win no more than six games. Six, seven games. Last year, they won eight. I think they don't win any more than six. Probably. Mate, I think they'll probably, yeah, no more than six. Probably about five games, to be honest with you. They'll be a bottom four team, for sure. Bottom the ladder? Probably. Maybe not. Maybe. If they start to pull it together at the end of the year, then I mean, yeah. But, like... Yeah, we'll see what happens. Honestly, it's it's round four. It's ending around round four. It's not. It's not too much to talk about. They haven't got a top five player in the league, um, like Nick Dacos or like even player like Charlie Koerner who would are, I would argue is the top five player uh, in the league. But um, yeah, oh oh even Jeremy Cameron. But anyway, it's got they've got time. They've got so much time with a bunch of twenty to twenty four year olds on their team. They're, they're all those guys and and even nineteen year olds, they're all going to um, probably stay in that team for years to come, be leaders, because so they're going to have a nice leadership group, They, it's, it's a perfect rebuild in my opinion, it's one of those really long good rebuilds, where they've got so many exciting players, and yeah, they've just got to learn how, you, how to do it, and they are going to keep on doing it, and obviously like that, they'll win some games, which is, yeah, but anyway, let's go back to round four, I would like to go back to round four, and talk about what I saw, because like what I like to do, obviously I love watching the footy, but I like to analyse the way the Hawks play, obviously things they could have done better in that game. I think one of the biggest ones I love when I play footy switching the play. Lots of the time, um, and a lot of things that lots of coaches say, lots of people say, um, if there's no option, go straight down the line, um, boundary into a comp- into a contest. Now, what the Hawks could have done is, a lot of the time the way they spaced out Geelong were clueless, um, and they had more plays in in a pack than they did, um on the, um, just around, just around, around the field. It was more, no, more most of the players were in the pack. So let's just analyse this for me. You're, you have the full AFL ground. Um, they're kicking, let's say, kicking to the city end, I guess we'll say that. And on the complete other side of the ground, closer to the boundary on the 50 line, where the interchange bench is. Uh, now, I think what I saw a lot was kicking the, kicking the ball down the line. What the, the Hawks had a lot was they had so many players around the outside. And now I think I think what players like Blake Harwick and Cicely didn't do well was just switching it. Because what you could have done is they had players like, what were the players, like Carl Amon on the sides. You had players like Dylan Moore, Will Day was in the middle. And you could have just switched it around and that would have been able to open up the field. But I think what sucks about that is you need a key forward. And I'm going to keep on saying that, but you need a key forward. ...to win. Fergus Graham is not a key forward. He is a general... Oh, I guess you could say he's a key forward... ...but he's in between that key forward, general forward... ...but he's playing as a key forward. He's playing as a full forward for the Hawks. Well, not even a centre-half. Lloyd Meek or Ned Reeves are playing... ...and they're not full forwards. They're a ruckman. So, there's that. But anyway, I think lots of time with the Hawks know is just kicking in the middle... ...well, I think there's a time... ...where, like, when it's gone a certain amount up on the ground... ...you've just got to kick it into the middle and then kick it long. Like, when I play junior footy uh, right now, like, what we do is we have this really good player um, who, he's he's like a Fergus Green type. He's not a key for, he's, you can count him as a key forward, but he's not the size of one. But we, what we do is we, we play it on the sides, kick it into the middle, and obviously he comes out for a lead, and that's he kick a goal. Maybe the Hawks could do that. I guess it's the way Geelong set up, but I guess it's also the way the Hawks need to set up in those games. and. Just the plays by Sam Mitchell, obviously, uh there. Obviously that's a young team. You know, it's not gonna be perfect all the time. But I think that just really explains it. The Hawks, yeah, very young. And they've got so much potential and yeah, they'll they'll find a way. Now, I think what we do talk about now is round five. Coming up against the Giants. Five days, fourteen hours and fifty-eight minutes. Look at that. Um at Norwood Oval um in Adelaide. Obviously, the Giants lost three, but they did beat the Crows. Wait, wait, what am I saying? Okay, no, they beat the Crows in round one. Yeah. But they've lost three. They lost to the Eagles. The Baggers only by 10. And the Dons. So, yeah, I can't really complain about that. But Hawks have had three smashings. So, yeah, just got to find that consistency in there. Um, Yeah, obviously, they've got a lot better percentage, uh, the Giants. And, yeah, I reckon the Giants probably do get away with them in there. In my opinion, they should probably get a win there. But, yeah, I think what we're going to look for, what we have to look at today is people like, well, to not today, but looking into this week coming up is players like Toby Green, uh, Stephen Cornelia, Tom Green. Um, McGinnis probably enough to tag him up. McGuinness is a great tag. McGinnis is a big body, and he can do really well against them. But, um, yeah, I think guys can see that. We'll just we see how it goes. I reckon for McGuinness, they like, can do a really good uh, tagging job. That's what he's supposed to do. Um. Yeah, that's all I really gotta say about him. Um. Yeah, you know, I reckon they could beat him. They could put up a, a good fight. Thank God, it's not at um, their oval in Canberra or somewhere around there, Western Sydney. I've never been there. So I've never been to New South Wales and the Queensland, but never been to New South Wales. So, I mean, there you go. But I reckon they could. Come away with them in there. Personally, I'm. Um, if I was going to tip them, I would tip them. I would tip them probably by about seven points, a very close game. But the good thing about the Hawks, they've had such good starts. And I think they've just got to have a good start, but then keep that consistency. They've got to keep on fighting. They had so many chances today against the Dillon and Yeah, they just didn't make most of those chances, kicking lots of behinds. Kenneth McDonald kicking three behinds. So, I mean, yeah, we will see. Um, we will see what happens. Uh, yeah, but anyway, we're coming close to this um, podcast already. I'm very I'm very excited for the Hawks this year. I actually really am. I mean, obviously, it's not great to see a team uh, get smashed by 59, 81, and 82 points. But, I mean, it's good to see if you win against lots of the easy teams. I love to win against the easy teams because Geelong's a hard team. Geelong is probably the best team. Well, not the best team, but they're still a finals contending team now, in my opinion. I reckon they could still make the top four. Maybe we're just going to win a lot of games in a row now to make the top four. But we'll see how they go after the rest of the season. But anyway, yeah, that's the end of the podcast. So I think you guys can see what I've been trying to talk about. Just the way the Hawks need to go in. And i have just explained, like how the Hawks are going to be successful in the upcoming years. Because if you're a Hawks supporter, if you're a Hawks member, have faith in the Hawks. you got to have faith. If you're a real supporter, you go to the games that they're going to lose. If you're a real, if you're a real fan, you you're gonna be there for the Hawks, and you're gonna be along the journey, because don't come when they're making finals and say I was there, because you weren't. I play like a person like me. I love to be there for every Hawks game, like every Hawks game I can get to, even if it, even if I've got work, even if I want a funny game, I'm always gonna try and get there and support my uh my beloved Hawks. I love them and. I mean, maybe not this year, it's not gonna be a great year, but I reckon for years to come they are gonna be very exciting they're gonna show everyone how good they really are. Because they're gonna win some games this year, let me tell you that. And they're gonna to have to prove themselves, uh, to the world, to the league. But anyway, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Um you know, hopefully you guys can stand up for more episodes of the colours we do talk about AFL. I think I just like to talk about the Hawks today because I am a Hawks supporter and it's just something I like to get off my chest about the Hawks. It's really good to talk about it. Um, AFL's Haw- Haw- a mental game, let me tell you that. Like, it's all just about the mental and, of the Hawks and lots of, lots of stuff I like to talk about, like what the players are doing and what I'm doing and how I'm expressing this to you guys. Yeah, that that's all I really got to say. But anyway, guys, um, about 30... We might finish at probably about 35-minute mark, 34-minute mark. But yeah, I hope you're asking to see what the Hawks are trying to do. Sam Mitchell is an outstanding coach, and I think he is really going to lead this team to a premiership one day. By the end of the decade, probably. I reckon they will win a premiership by the end of the decade, the Hawks. They're the only team... Well, they obviously were established in 1902, Um, one year after Australia's federation came as a federation um, in 1901. So, I mean, there you go. But anyway, the Hawks... um. Have won an apprenticeship in I think every single decade, which is maybe not the maybe not the nineteen hundred, decade. But after that, they've won a premiership in every single decade. So there you go. But anyway, guys, um, take care. That's all I'm going to say. Up the Hawks! If you want, if you want to join the ride, I've been joining the ride. It's going to be, it's short term. Um, I don't even know, but like it's long term success. Short, oh, short term pain, long term success. There we go. It's not going to be a great start now, but just wait a few years and you'll see how those players have entered their prime and Because they haven't even entered their prime yet, but once they've entered their prime, they're off. And we will see them one day. We will see them win a premiership. I will be there, let me tell you that. Maybe as a reporter, we'll see. Um, um, I'm 16, I still got... I've finished um, school altogether at then 2025. So, I mean, I could be there when they're winning a premiership. Being a commentator, being anything like that. But anyway, every week we'll have an episode. Don't you guys worry about that. But anyway, take care. I'll see you guys in the next, one uh, well, next week, whatever. Thank you.